They're two best friends that used to date But it's hard to fall in love when you're gay and straight and now they're living in the city and they're sharing space Drinking and twerking all over the place With Thomas and Kendall, the debauchery never ends They're probably drunk, so there's no need to pretend I'm everybody's best friend Hey friends, it's Thomas and Kendall. Welcome to a very hungover episode of Everybody's Best Friend. It's November fucking 1st, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. It ain't spooky season. No, no. <laughs> Um, I literally am in my pajamas with my makeup from last night still on. It's 2.30 p.m. Yep. I have actually never looked worse. I, however, am like fully dressed. I've had a coffee, slice of cold pizza. I really have it together. And I decorated my entire apartment for Christmas already. I know. And did you get your brows done? No, this is a few days ago. But thank you so much for noticing. I think the rainwater really slicked them back. (laughs) I'm getting mine done tonight. Um, This New York weather is really, I'm getting really sick of. It's been so rainy and hideous. I know. I also just really quick have to say, I bought a new laptop this week. Which was nauseating to think about bank account wise because yeah. how am I going to pay rent today? It's unclear. Could not afford her, but had do you have to an do envelope? It. I need an envelope to mail my check in. Oh. Can I borrow an envelope? Sure. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Just meant to ask you that, and uh, I love envelopes. I love mail. So yes. Odd. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so this is our first time recording the podcast on the new computer, and we can't quite figure out. Garage band. So we're really taking a leap of faith. We cannot hear ourselves. So I hope the audio is not trash. Yeah, me too. We don't really need a like episode two audio moment. <sighs> like when the audio used to be bad. A pimple. Yeah, I see it. Stop touching it. It's big. You're creaking the table, Mary. Oh my god. <gasps> it's a, a popper. It's a big zit. You want some of your It's not big. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? It's pretty small. <laughs> it's like big-ish. No, it's not. Well, I can see it from here and I don't have my glasses on. That's a big <laughs> zit, bitch. No, it's not. You're creaking the table when you look in the mirror. Crick, She's cracker. gotta go. She's gotta go. Anyway, Kendall, should we tell our lovely best friends about our night last night? Kendall and I went as Garth and Cat to a lovely, like, apartment soiree of about six, seven people. Kept it in the pod of the people we hang out with. Yes. Um, it was so fun. Yeah, we went as Garth and Cat from SNL. I'm <laughs> also just loving thinking about you verbally abusing me for my pimple. Oh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. Um, I, like a Martha Stewart in a factory, I don't know where I'm going with this, handmade our costumes, you guys. She did. I bought, you've seen by now on our Instagram, I bought those orange t-shirts, chopped them right up into vests, glued a bunch of shit all no. over them, and they were stunning, honestly. The lining with the plaid was very impressive. Thank you so I, much. I doubted you every step of the way. You really did. I I did spend like three hours working yeah, on them they yesterday. Were, they were unbelievable. Um, it was so fun. I love like not trying to look hot <laughs> at a I social agree. event. I agree. Like I possibly never looked worse. Then I you did look like did, Paula Deen a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it was not a good look for me, but it was so fun. I love like not having to worry about like 
impressing anyone. Yes. We obviously forced everyone at the party to indulge us in many bits. Yeah. That only got messier and messier <laughs> as the drinks started flowing. We'll throw some on the feed. They got, like, if you look at, like, from where the night started to where the night ended, it's, like... Oh, my God. So bleak. It was rough. It was so fun, though. Like, it was a nice little... Low stakes moment soiree. of like normalcy. We played a lot of drinking games. Yes. Kendall introduced this horrible game to us where it's like a five and a half minute song where it's, it's like called the Rattlin' Bog. Yeah, and every time there's like a fucker on a banjo, and like every time there's like a fucking like musicless it's like the rant. Tree in the hole in the hole you're in the supposed bog, to the chug. Bog, in the swamp in the swamp. But it gets the... longer and longer. So by the end, it's sort of like tree to the hole to the hole to the rift to the rift to the river to the river to the wine to the wine to the hump to the hump to the tree to the tree to the beyond. <laughs> you're just like dead. And then you just keep on chugging. My little brother introduced me to that game. Shout out. Um. Yeah, it was a really fun time. It was fun. I'm like pretty unwell today because I truly have not drank like that since before COVID. But it was fun. <laughs> kind of blacked out. We have some great photos of her. Maybe we'll throw them on the feed. No, we won't. We have to. They've already seen the fucking hello, hello. Like, um, are you smarter than a fifth grader video? Yeah, no, it, but that not worse than that. <laughs> yes, Come on, it is. Yes, Come it is. on. No, I am not. Allowing she, it. She looks like a 15-year-old boy who listens to My Chemical Romance in these Because, photos. like, the wig gave me really bad wig hair, plus the low, low pony, pony. <laughs> which is never a good look for me. It's pretty, pretty ugly. But it was, it was really, really fun. It was very fun. I'm not usually someone who, like, loves Halloween. Yeah. I, I truly haven't dressed up for the last, like, two years, really. And it was so fun. It was really, really and fun. And then Kendall's roommate comes in, clutch didn't tell anybody, and all of a sudden a large pizza and like six things of Chinese arrive to the door, which for those of you who know me, that's essentially like in lieu of a proposal, <laughs> like the same weight. Yes, I didn't really remember eating them, but I did have some pizza this morning, pizza yeah. and a bagel, so. I had a bagel and pizza as well. The diet starts tomorrow. Twins. Anyway, anyway, Kendall, how are you? We I know it's been forever. I know it's been two weeks because you've been travel lava laveling. I know travel lava laveling. It was so much fun, you guys. Like truly, tell us this little trip was one of the most fun Where things I've ever done. So we went, me and two of my roommates, who are also like just two of my best friends from college, went to Minneapolis, where one of our other best friends from college. Has been living, so that's where his parents live. So he's been there for all of quarantine. So we flew there, which I was, I'm a very nervous flyer anyway. She sure is. And I was nervous of flying COVID, but can't recommend Delta enough. I kept on saying it was like, it felt like we were on a private jet. There was like 10 people on the flight. Yeah. It was so clean. It was so nice. It felt so safe. So we were in Minneapolis for a few days, which was so cool. We were, like, in the suburbs, but we, like, went into the city one day. It was a really cool city. And then we drove back to New York from Minnesota, and we planned out just, like, the most amazing road trip, and we're all such, like, type A people. So, like, we traveled really well together and literally had planned the whole trip out down to the second, and we we stuck to our schedule, but we stopped in... Wisconsin, Chicago, Cleveland, like, we stopped in some really cool places that I'd never been to, and it was so much fun. What was your favorite stop? And, more importantly, what did you eat? Ooh. So in Chicago, oh my god, we had Lou Malnati's Pizza, which everyone said is, like, the best pizza to get there, and it was so good. And we had Portillo's Hot Dogs, which I've had before, because one of my good friends is from Chicago, and you can have them, like, shipped anywhere, so I've had them here, actually. When she's had them shipped. But um, 
oh my God, the food was truly so good. And then my favorite stop, I mean, Chicago has been on my bucket list forever. We were there for literally two hours. So like yeah. we saw the bean and we got pizza and hot dogs and like walked around the city a little bit, but I would like to go back and spend a lot more time. But my two favorite places, my favorite place we stopped we went to this national park called mm-hmm. the Indiana Dunes in Indiana, which, like, who knew? It was this stunning beach of Lake Michigan. Oh, my God. It was literally one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. I could not go over. The Great Lakes are so beautiful, and it's, like, the bluest water I I've know, ever... Your photos were insane. Yeah, it was the bluest water I've ever seen. It looked like we were in the Caribbean. The first time we saw one of the lakes, one of my friends was like, do they dye this water? Like, it literally... It was <laughs> insane. Like, it was so blue. So that was so pretty. And then in Cleveland, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course. Which was so, so cool. Highly recommend. So I've never been to any of those, like, Midwestern states. It was super fun. The drive was great. We all, like, split up the driving so it never felt long. It was really fun. And, again, like, felt a little normal. Obviously, we were super safe. We only ever ate outside. And when we did an indoor activity like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that was obviously super spread out. And, like, you had to book a time. And we had masks. And so we got COVID tests yesterday. They negative. We'll get an- We'll get another one next week just to be soft. Be safe, but... It was so, so, so much fun. It truly was, like, the most fun I've had in a really long time. Well, I am happy to hear it. My little heart needed that. Yeah, I need a little escape. What have you been up to? Dude, a whole lot of nothing. Um, I've been studying for my real estate license exam. Yes. I took part one on Friday, passed with flying colors. Oh my God, go off. Um, It was at home and it was proctored, which is very funny because I had this like poor woman named Blessy, shout out. Blessy. Blessy. She'd be like, hello, I'm Blessy. I'll be your proctor, proctor. And I was like, bless you, Blessy. Oh my God. And she just had to watch you take the She exam? watched it, but there's also a thing she can do on the computer. She goes, do you, do you, um, can I have access to your mouse? And I was like, yeah, sure, I guess. And all of a sudden, my little cursor started moving, and she started, like, clicking things to make sure, like, I couldn't get text alerts, I couldn't take screenshots, all this stuff. But she, like, took over my entire computer. I'm telling you, technology is so fucking scary. Oh, yeah. And it was funny, and this poor woman, I had my, like, AirPods in just because I had them in earlier. And, like, halfway through, Blessy was like, um, Miss Thing, you gotta take those out. Those aren't allowed. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Blessy. (gasps) But I was, I'm sure she, like, was having a field day, because I was, like, I took the test really quickly, because luckily I was prepared. And I was making, like, hysterical faces at myself, being like, that's obviously that and not that. And they tried to trick me and they couldn't get me. Haha, ha, motherfuckers. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> and poor Blessy was probably like, is this man okay? And how long is the test that she just has to stare at you while you take well, it? Well, I was allotted 90 minutes, but it was only 75 questions and I literally finished in 20 minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. So his first test was like, ugh, nobody cares. But there was a study guide that was essentially exactly the test and I had the study guide memorized so it was very easy. And then the second one is the New York State exam which is going to be harder. But that's tomorrow at 11am. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Well, good luck. Thank you. And then when I get that good good, who motherfucking needs a house? I'm about to be like Oprah with houses. You get a house and you get a house and you yes, get a house. I need a house. Yeah, that's pretty much all that's been going on with me. I'm trying to think the last two weeks what have I done besides like sit in my bedroom and like cry I know I've had a really 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 fucking insane couple of weeks but more on more that later not next week <laughs> um, um alright shall we recap the week y- yes really quick before we get into like the actually do you want to do who we're dying for first yeah why what were you gonna say something that I'll say for later we are dying this week mutually for the same person and it is of course 
Ariana Grande, dropping that Positions album and changing the lives of millions and billions of people. She's so good. I mean, she just always outdoes herself. Sweetener and Thank You Next are still two of my favorite albums. They're just so good. And then this one is so good. So, But I have heard some polarizing opinions about it. I personally think it's amazing, and I I didn't love Sweetener or Thank You Next because I, like... I feel like you I, like older Ari. Well, that's my thing. I fell in love with Ari when she still had pink hair and she was doing like doo-wop covers of like Only Girl in the World yeah. for like five people. Because um, I think she's an insane vocalist and I feel like recently she hasn't really been singing and I feel like um, Positions was like a nice way to marry like her old sound of her like really singing and this new kind of like poppy R&B style she has. Yeah, but totally. But every single song is amazing. Oh my god. So, and there's like so many strings involved. Like we love it so much. 34 yeah. plus 35, 30, oh, I mean... That's my favorite. It means I want a 69 with you. I was like... I was like... <laughs> no, I was literally hauling my ass to Michael's yesterday to yeah. buy our supplies, listening to the album for the first time. And when she said that, I literally was like, bitch! I like I like spit out my coffee. Street. I was like... Pfft. So I was like, Ari, good. I'll do it. <laughs> I think if Ariana Grande were like, yeah, you want to fuck? I'd be like, I have to. I have to. <gasps> you I think, think she's you, my trump card. You, you could get it up for Ariana? I don't know. She's so small. <laughs> What's She's a like Trump s- card. When did I say that? <laughs> you just That's now you said she's my Trump card. What did you mean by that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a Trump card is, by definition, a playing card of the suit chosen to rank above the others, which can win a trick where a card of a different suit has been led. So she, she I guess she's like the my one exception, but that's not what trump card means. However, I will say, motherfuckers, I did get confirmation from a literary professional that to flay someone, meaning light them on fire, is indeed a word. Oh, look at you. So you know who you are, Miss Thing. Thank you for that confirmation. <laughs> and... I'll catch you on that Peloton bike. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was supposed to be like, who was it? I know who it was. Um, um, but I think the album's amazing. What's your favorite song? 34 plus 35. Yeah. It's so good. I love... 630. Is that... That's what it's yeah. called, right? I love POV. Shut up. I yeah. love I like POV. I love My Hair. Is yes. a really good bop. I'm obsessed. I need to, I've only listened to the album once. I need to... Listen through and, again. Yeah, and catch me blaring shut up as I walk to the yes. polls on Tuesday. Oh my god. I'm about to be like Yes, I know you're voting in person. Yep. Oh my god. When this comes out, the election will have happened. I don't think we'll know. No, we won't know, but, but it it'll will be have over. happened. I know. How are it'll you coping? Be far from over. How are you coping with your pre election stress? Not well, bitch. <laughs> Period. <laughs> to quote during during Not well, bitch. Yeah. Um it's just like the impending doom of like the world literally at stake about to collapse. Yeah. It's a little too much. I'm trying to, you know, catch some good vibes before it all goes to shit. Yeah. So I'm glad we had last night's moment of joy. I'm glad I had last week's moments of joy. Because it may be the last moment no. of joy we ever have. Mm-hmm. We may never be able to leave our house again. One of the funniest things, but the truest things, on election night in 2016, when Trump won, we were still in college, and this person that I know sent an email to the president of our college and said, she said, Dear President Walk, I no longer feel safe leaving my house, therefore I can never return to Marymount. And I was like, okay, me? <laughs> Literally me? She was like, so I will never be returning to Marymount. And I was like, honestly, Did shame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But, um... 
That's yeah. going to be me. I, we may never be able to leave our houses again. Especially, I mean, in all seriousness, like, I think it's going to be, like, a scary few days. So, like, please, everyone stay I know. safe. As conveyed by the sirens in the background. I know. Um, how are you coping? Not well either. I think I've been really distracted by studying, like, the law of agency. Yeah. Um, and, like, studying for these exams. And I've just been, like, really... I think I'm going to delete all the social media apps off my phone next week just because I don't need the, like, Twitter noise of, like, him, of, like, Trump exploding and, like, being a bitch and, like, actually, like, watching news sources I respect as opposed to, like, going to Twitter or, like, mindlessly scrolling and then seeing something depressing and then being depressed. Yeah, I'm really scared. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Back to what we were saying. What were we even um, talking about? Fabulous. Oh, you're going home to vote. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, a lot of people may not be aware. This is a very nice segue into Have You heard, Seen, Have You Heard, Have You Watched. Sam Smith came out with an album the same day. So here, it was a big day, and here's why. Yeah. Ariana's album, obviously. Beyonce's British Vogue oh cover. Oh my god. Come on. And her new um, Ivy Park collection's out. Yes. In green, motherfucker. I know. The British Vogue spread is ridiculous, and she keeps... Ridiculous. She keeps on dropping more photos from it, and it's literally the one today insane. with the with her yes. like bedazzled booty crack. <gasps> yes. Oh my she god. Just... Beyonce's bedazzled booty crack. <laughs> um, Period. It's the it, episode name. It. <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, it's so good. That was a big day, and then yeah, Sam Smith. And Sam I Smith put out an album. It is good. It's shockingly sad. Yeah. Like all of his music, but it's a little more upbeat and clubby as opposed to like his first album that was so moody. I love his first yeah, album though. I, I believe that one day I will be. I have to tell a really quick story about that though. A psychotic um, acting exercise I had to do at Penn State from this crazy acting teacher was she was like, I want you to do a mundane activity and lip sync a song. That was the whole assignment. And, and lip sync? She was like, I want to I want to see how Like you... with the track in the back or yes. just silent no, mouthing? Like <laughs> with the track in the back. It makes no sense. I was like, what's the point of this? She's like, well, it should be informative to the action and also the motivation of the feeling. And I was like, so like, we're not this on the pointless. same page, ma'am. And this kid in my class was like, had a therapy and was stretching his feet while lip syncing to lay me down. But like would just unhinge his jaw. So he'd be like, can I lie back? It was like wild. Oh God, theater school. Why the fuck did we do that? I don't know. I mean, again, I haven't listened to it as much as I've been listening to Positions, but the few tracks I've heard are very... I mean, his voice is amazing. I need to Except listen. He keeps having vocal problems, from what I understand. He, like, had nodes, or a polyp, or a hemorrhage or something, had surgery, and now he has, like, a polyp again. Oh, no. He it's, sounds very healthy. No, he does sound very healthy. Speaking of polyps and vocal damage, Adele, Adele. was on SNL! Yes, she hosts... Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're still figuring out the new computer. The screen just went black, and we both just went... Oh. Okay, we're fine. Yes, she hosted SNL. She was so good. I knew she would be good. She's so funny. She looks amazing. She looks ridiculous. Did you see the one sketch of her, like, promoting the, like, um, African safari yes. vacations? And she laughs. Oh my, just the through the whole, whole thing. time. I watched the whole thing. I've been watching it every single week. Last night was John Mulaney, who, another person, I'm going to die for him this week, too. The only two men in my life who have never let me down, John Mulaney and Pete Davidson, I would die for... 
Not you, bitch. <laughs> I was like, and not Nate. you. <laughs> um, I love John Mulaney so much. He's so funny. He always does these musical sketches. Oh God, they're the fucking best. And he, he did. Have you watched it from last night? Mm-mm. He did one about like the Times Square, um, like Minion and Minnie Mouse like and everything. They all saying, "Oh my God." It's so, so, so funny. And then since he and Pete Davidson are, like, best friends, like, Pete's always in, like, all of his sketches when he hosts. So it was a I really, really good friendship. episode. I'm oh like, John Mulaney, help poor Pete. I know. Help save him from himself. <laughs> no, Pete has really turned things around for That's himself. That's great. Is he's still blonde? No, no. Thank God. No, and he's, like, taken quarantine. He told me this personally. Oh, good. He called you. Yeah, he called. He said, hey, bitch. In one of our <laughs> weekly calls. Um, he has been, like, smoking less weed and drinking less and just, like, he's doing, like, a whole Oh, my God. Whole I cleanse. wish I could say this fucking same. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was a really good episode, too. Um, anything you've seen, heard, watched, you want to talk about? We'll get to Bachelorette, obviously. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you no, to... not really, because I was in I the car. A, I have a lot. I watched a lot this week. Okay, so take us away. My two roomies and I, shout out if you're listening, we watched, like, a scary movie, like, Every night or every other night of the week leading up to Halloween. Um, and we watched The Invitation on Netflix. Have mm-hmm. you even heard of it? I think I have. It's one of those, nowhere near as brilliant as, like, a Jordan Peele film is. But, like, it's it reminded me of Get Out in the sense that, like, from the trailer and from the synopsis, I knew nothing that was going to happen. Oh, my God. But basically, to not give too much away, the main character and his ex-wife, their, like, five-year-old child passes away because they're at, like, a family cookout, and him and one of his cousins were, like, playing, like, baseball, and, like, the other cousin, like, hit him in the head, and he, like, died. Oh. And so the ex-wife has a new husband, and they disappear for literally two years. Nobody hears from them. And then they come back to the same house that she lived in with the ex-husband, the main character, and they throw this huge dinner party with, like, all of their dearest friends, including, like, him and his new girlfriend. So it's partly, like, him walking through, like, the traumas of living in his old house, like, where his son died, and he had all these memories with this woman. And also, like, the new husband and the wife and this random bitch who nobody knows acting so fucking sketch, and then obviously, like, shit gets real. Who's in it? Nobody famous. The only person I recognized in it was Mike Doyle, who I only recognized because he's Andrew Reynolds' ex-boyfriend. Oh. It's a bunch of nobodies, but... It was good. It's so good. I had no idea, like the ending was what it was going to be until literally the end of the movie. So that doesn't sound like a horror movie. No, but it was because it ends in like a huge like... Murdering. Murdering. (gasps) Wow, that sounds spooky. I want to watch. Yeah, it was spooky as fuck. But now it's obviously Christmas time so I have to watch Elf like immediately. I know. Oh my God. I know. I feel like... What? Have you heard about Holiday with Emma Roberts on Netflix? No. It's a a cursed film. Oh no, I'll have to watch. Yes. You, it's horrible. Trash. I actually, Trash. now that you've said that, one of my friends did tell me to watch it, and then I heard it was really bad. You watch it because it's so laughably horrible. It's like an Emily in Paris situation. You know the second fucking Emma Roberts is attached to anything. I know. It is garbage. Trash. Unfabulous. Everything after that, garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so excited that it's socially acceptable to be listening to Christmas music now since I've been listening since September. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll devote a whole episode to like ranking Christmas songs, oh, yeah. Christmas Please. movies, etc. <gasps> wow, that sounds spooky. I want to watch. Yeah, it was spooky as fuck. But now it's obviously Christmas time, so I have to watch Elf like immediately. I know. Oh my god, I oh know. God. I feel like what? Have you heard about Holiday with Emma Roberts on Netflix? No. It's a, it's a cursed film. Oh no, it, I'll have to it, watch. Yes. You it's horrible. Trash. I actually Trash. now that you've said that one of my friends did tell me to watch it and then I heard it was really bad. 
watch it because it's so laughably horrible. It's like an Emily in Paris situation. You know the second fucking Emma Roberts is attached to anything. I know, it is trash. garbage. Unfabulous. Everything after that, garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so excited that it's socially acceptable to be listening to Christmas music now since I've been listening since September. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll devote a whole episode to like ranking Christmas songs, oh, yeah. Christmas Please. movies, etc. Oh my god, one thing I forgot circling back to Ariana. You know how we love like lyric nest eggs, like yes. callbacks? So in um, Off the Table featuring The weekend, In The weekend's verse, he says, I can love you harder than I did before. And the last song he did with Ariana was Love Me Harder. <gasps> Isn't that kind of lit? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really fuck with The weekend. Me neither, but I'll fuck with anyone Ariana fucks with. Yeah. Doja! Oh my god, I love Doja Motive Cat. is a, another great so track. Good. Oh yes. god, we gotta it's move so on. so good. I did watch The Bachelorette. Let's get into it. So did I have a lot of notes. Oh my god, there's so much to unpack. You want? I've been talking a lot. You want to start? Sure. I mean, bottom line, Claire is out of her goddamn mind. Thank God they did that Tasha getting out of the pool promo because oh. I would have just stopped watching until yeah. Tasha showed up after that fucking tomfoolery. Heinous, grainy she looked, clip. She looked horrible, and she's stunning. stunning. It was just such she was a, like it was such a bad. I don't know why they well, did it I'm that I'm sure way. the budget of the camera crew at the La Quinta is not <laughs> highbrow. <laughs> They're fucking editing literally an iMovie. This entire episode was such an ode to how trashy La Quinta is. Yes, it is. Enough of La Quinta. I don't understand. It's so funny. Like, why the fuck are they there? If you look up, they've announced the hotel that they're filming Matt James is in. Yeah. And they're not doing it on the West Coast. It's, like, somewhere on the East Coast, like, in upstate New York. Because oh I think God, he cool. wanted to be, like close to family or something and it's like this gorgeous I'm sure well I'm sure club. and Claire got the La Quinta they were setting her up for failure yeah, that's what she fucking deserves no success comes out of the La Quinta we no. know how I feel about it I did did use it on my road trip for that ABC game oh I, that is all it's good for amen she's out of her I know well let's mind. go um, okay we're starting the beginning of the episode y- Yosef Yosef I always want to call him Jacob or Farouk <laughs> Yosef. Yosef. I mean, it's about damn time, but he is trash. That was disgusting. A disgusting display of like... I have literally never wanted to strangle someone more. Oh my God. I wanted to put my whole fist in his mouth like and punch him. And God bless her for sitting and listening as long as she she did. uh She's like... (sighs) (laughs) He basically, if you didn't watch, this guy Yosef has just been slimy since day one. Justice for Tyler C., who tried to flag it to Claire and then got sent home on night one. That's when we should have known this season was going to be shitty. You never send home the snitch. Never. If you're going to send home the snitch, you send home both. You send home the snitch with the snitcher. Yeah, usually the snitch is right. And in this case, he was. Because Yosef is disgusting. Same thing with fucking Boring Pilot Pete season when they were like, what was her name? Alea? Oh, yeah. And then she like came back. She was like, I bet she just decided to come back. I was like, (laughs) bitch, what? (laughs) No, but... (laughs) Um, So this guy, Yosef... He he was really upset about the jockstrap butthole which dodge. Which he wasn't invited to. I know. Which she did remind him. She's like, well, she, that's why you weren't on it. I didn't want to see your crusty hole. <laughs> <Yuck>! <laughs> he was, like, so upset by that. So he was like, I'm going to go tell her that I thought that that was inappropriate. And then ripped her to shreds. Yeah. He was like, 
that was an absolutely classless display and like you are a terrible role model for girls all across the country and if my daughter ever came in contact with you she would burst into flames because you're a whore like literally <laughs> kind of and then Claire was like okay said. well and he was like well actually I'm not done and she was like no actually you he, are completely he kept on being done. like no let me it was like the ultimate gaslighting mansplaining like Oh, I fucking hate and men. She, and like, and when I say I hate men, like that's what I mean. Totally. Those guys. Like, oh, it was so frustrating to watch as someone who has been spoken to like that before. Like, oh, it was infuriating. Yeah, it Literally was just, infuriating. There was just no, he is the definition of like classless, toxic masculinity, entitled ugly And then he was the one who was, oh, and he said to her, he was like, I would expect more with you being the oldest bachelorette in and history. She didn't I even, expected a level of maturity. And she didn't even flinch. I was like, you go, Claire. I know. Yeah, and then, he yeah. Was just he, like then, a, he was like a one-trick pony. He had one line planned that he just kept saying over and over again. I was like, yep. get lost, and motherfucker. And then he screamed it and stormed out, and then she had a meltdown, but who was there to save the day? Dale! Dale, Dale could hit me. Party city model Dale. Yeah, he really is. But then we had the rose ceremony, and this happens every season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but I just have to say it again, who the fuck are any oh, of these men? That 65-year-old like, man who looked like he was from the cast of Ratatouille. Thank you. Thank you. I, have, I was like, I hate to sound ridiculous, I do not know who this man is. <laughs> I had never seen that man in my no. life. And they kept on showing him, and I was like, no, that's a crew member. No, that, that, that was I, like, I said, they all holds, must be PAs. No, I was like... He holds the boom mic. And he I was just like, had a suit handy. Yes. No, I have never seen that she, man in my also, life. Also, who the fuck is Thick Neck Ed? And why have I never seen him before? She was like, Ed? And he was like, Egh. I was like, <laughs> no, who are you? There Ed? are so many men who are loose. Losers. Oh, loose also. And losers. Also, like, how do I say this? Blake Moynes is going to kill somebody. Like, yeah, no, he's scary. He... He's got a little It'll, serial killer twinkle in that eye. Those wide eyes. I'm just like, Something what about the, eyes. the fuck? It's a little scary. He looks a little bit like some character. Like a little like Hellboy-ish. He looks like, like Hellboy or he looks like um, kind of just like the Hulk, really. Yes. He's just like deranged. But not Mark Ruffalo. No. The Green Hulk. The Green Hulk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's not... It's not great. And she keeps on being like, I have such a great group of guys. I'm like, you really you don't. Do? Like, they're honestly so annoying. Yeah, the rose ceremony is always just like, who are you people? But then we start getting into, like, the real tea. So she's, like, obsessed with Dale. It's so obvious. She's not trying to hide it. That group date where Dale was like, can I just steal her for five minutes? And they, like, and then they like for, practically like, two hours. have sex, like, in her house and everyone is there. Meanwhile, the, I'm sorry, her house... The big air quotes presidential so suite sweet. of the La Quinta looking like a motherfucking comfort inn. And she's like, This is my dining room. And this is where I sit. I was Just like, like hideous upholstered furniture. No, it's like, like it looked like the before of like an HGTV like resort help yes. show. I was like, this place is hideous. And then like, the boys just started walking into her house. It was, like, a swinging door policy. <laughs> they were just like, knock, knock, knock. Like, can I steal you? It's like, no, what's going it on? it was bizarre. It was obvious she... And then she gave the rose to Dale, obviously. obviously. And then, on the next oh, group God, date... after the roast. The roast. Oh, the my God. The Dale which, roast. The Dale roast. It was truly a roast of Dale featuring Margaret Cho, like... Why she agreed to quarantine for two weeks to be on this show for five minutes? She Listen, had nothing better to do. To quote my mother, 
Aaron Tveit and Laura Osnes are currently starring in a bad Hallmark movie. A performer's got to do what they got to do to make that coin in these COVID times, okay? okay. Margaret Cho needed to make it work. You're right. I take it back. I take it back. Um, but the, yeah, they all did a roast literally just of Dale. And Dale was there because they can't have an audience. The audience had to be the other men from the house. They're just like a traveling talk about carny folk. Literal redefinition. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, hit the bench. Yes. These are the new carnies we in town. We have a new troop in Step town. Step right up, come one, come all. <laughs> it's just like a Dale's like whipping the tiger. <laughs> Blake Moynes is on the trapeze. No, it's just like a rotating door of losers. Oh, hi. He's <laughs> screaming. It's truly just like... Oh my god, so so losers. So like they're all just sitting. It's like I've seen enough of you people. No, but then they had the roast, and this little sneaky motherfucker. She is so stupid. Claire has all the boys, and she's like, "I want to take you for a sec." So why did you say that about Dale? To so like every yes. boy, and everyone was like, "I don't want to talk about Dale. I'd like to actually talk about like you and I." And she's yes. like, "I know, but why did you say that about Dale again with the <laughs> accent?" No, why would you say that about Dale? Yes, and then the hero we never knew we needed. What's his name? The rich guy from Bennett. New York. Bennett. Yes. He had like a three-page roast of Dale. He came through. Oh, my God. He was so great. But then and she was so annoyed. And then... She gave the roast since, to nobody. Since all she did was talk about Dale on the day, she did not give the rose to anyone. So the guys are fed up because they were all saying like... Because they're all obviously catching on to the Dale thing. So they were like, okay, if she... Whoever she gives the rose to tonight, like that will show us that like she's in it for real. And she did. And then she's just like... Okay, so, okay, good night. Then good night. Have a good go, night. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna, bed. I'm gonna go to bed. Oh my god, how could we forget the biggest shank of the whole episode? Well, that guy on the date, Mike. I want to call him, but it's anybody's it's guess. Anybody's guess. I've never seen like a beefier, muscular man, and not in a good way. He is too ripped. It's not a good look. Well, that's like that other guy who has like the biceps, like volleyballs, but the rest of him looks normal. I don't know yeah. his name. He's the guy who hates Dale. Well, I guess they all do. <laughs> they really all do. Okay. Um, well, wait, no, but I have to get into this. Yeah, hit it. Okay, so on the date with Mike, Mike, we'll call him. They go to a spa because, again, how many other activities can you do at a hotel? Well, They're going to be well, running out of ideas <laughs> real soon. The resort and spa at the La Quinta. I was like, okay, so we're in one room where there's one massage therapist. And then literally on camera, fucking Claire is reaching into an avocado and just putting it on Mike, we'll call him, <laughs> yes. face and calling it a face mask. Yes. Like a, and, like, she's holding the peel in the camera. She's just like... With her bare hands. No, that just, feel good? And he just has, like, chunks of guacamole on his no, face. No, free guacamole. <laughs> just avocado. No, it was bizarre. So then they're like in the pool because again, where pool else can spot. you go? It's the only thing to do at a hotel. Shop, they haven't played golf yet. I know. I'm sure it's coming. And she goes to lean in for a kiss and like it was a really awkward moment. She thinks he leaned away. He didn't. I rewatched the footage because it was all over like TikTok but he, and Instagram. But he certainly didn't lean in. But no, he was just waiting. He was there like waiting for her to kiss him. But it literally looked like she like smelled bad breath and left but it was so staged her being like oh you don't want to kiss me I guess I should just go kiss Dale I thought yeah I thought she was leaning in and then had decided like wait I don't want to kiss anyone else except Dale anymore but then she like he he then was like wait what are you doing like I was trying to kiss you and then he like started getting like a little aggressive and like grabbing her which was like definitely not chill no but then she like tried to act like he like sexually assaulted her. I was like, this is just, it was just all so insane. I mean, I under, 
it's tough because I think she's such garbage. But she also like loves not loves to talk about. That's horrible. But she talks a lot about her like history with abusive relationships. Yeah. So I can see her just getting it like, was like a triggered trigger. and shutting down. But at the same time, like, I don't know. She's just, I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, so finally at the end of the episode, we got a little sneak peek of Tasha. She's coming well, then, in to save the day. How could we skip? Chris Harrison shows up to end the relationship for her. I know. What a she, gift. She was so mad. She was like, "I'm. it's done. There needs to be no conversation. I'm never going to see this guy again. So she literally was just like, you're gone. I'm never going to see you again. So Chris Harrison was like, hey, you're going home. <laughs> like, and he was like, okay. Poor Chris. You can tell he's fed up. I cannot wait for Tasha to come in. I can't wait for Chris to also pop off on Clara next week. Yeah. Uh, if- oh, because, yeah, he, in the preview, he's like, did you lie to all of Bachelor Nation, because it's so obvious that they had been talking before. And remember, we said this last week that she was lying through her teeth. Yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. This week it's on Thursday, though, so we're going to be behind. Yeah, fuck, because of the election. Yeah. Um, You know who I'm kind of growing a little bit of an affinity for is, I don't know his name, but he's like the boy band manager with the big arms. The one who's like, if Claire doesn't like us, let's all just walk. Do you know what I'm talking about? Angular face. Jason. How could I forget a name like that? <laughs> this is the one name Jason I know. Nujic. Jason. <laughs> yes. That's why I remember. Jason and Blake Moynes are the only names I know. And then, of course, and Dale. Dale. Bennett and his scarves and loafers. He is. And his Rolls Royce. Something else. Um. So I can't, yeah, wait, I can't wait for her I to be gone. Wait. She's, I mean, underneath Trump, the most hated person in America. I would no, say it's definitely really, Claire. Really, really. Is. Speaking of Trump, what's happening to Mitch McConnell's face and hands Go on. Have you seen these photos? <laughs> no, pull them up. He has like a flesh-eating black, like, Fuck yeah. fungi all over his face. Wait. I love Mitch, when karma acts in Mc- mysterious look, ways. Look, Mitch McConnell hands. Talk about the ugliest person you've ever seen. No, he looks like a bullfrog. <gasps> like a satanic bullfrog. Look at his face and his hand. <laughs> Wait, the hand looks like something out of the fucking, like, a conjuring. No, but what's does. wrong with his face? Look at it. It's like all over his, like, lip. He's been kissing on the devil, Mary. Just when you thought he couldn't get any uglier. A flesh-eating bacteria rounds the corner. Anyway. We're sitting in front of a mirror, and I I look very good today. No, you do, and I've never looked worse. I know, The morning after drinking, my face becomes a perfect circle. Yeah. No jawline. Mm-mm. Puffiness everywhere. I literally look so hideous. It's awful. Yeah. Well, not me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I know. Should be banging suitors out of the way left and right it's I'm, like please i'm just trying to go to the grocery store my grandpa used to be like this is such like an old-fashioned thing to say he'd be like you must have to carry a bat around with you to keep the boys away i was like if only like, i'm practically all- selling myself <laughs> on the corner <laughs> anyway <laughs> um yeah so can't wait for tasha to save the day my water i'm gonna pass out go get it i'll pause <laughs> can you get me some water as well yeah thanks can I get you anything? Water would be nice. So that was our bachelor recap. One more thing I have to say in the have you seen, have you heard, have you watched canon is I have a new podcast I'm obsessed with. That's not ours. Oh my God. What is um, it? It's called Who Weekly. And it's these two journalists who do like, their slogan is like, everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't need to know about. I love it. So it's like all the latest gossip about like C-list celebrities. It's so fucking funny. They also like decide like if someone is like a who or a them. Like if they're like truly unknown or like a relevant person. So they were talking about like Paraji P. 
P head Taraji P. Taraji. They're like, they're talking about. She's very famous. Well, that's the thing. They're like, is she a who? Is she who? Well, who we or little Emmy? And they're like, no, no, she's definitely Emmy. Like she's famous. But then they'll talk. She has like multiple Emmys, I think. I don't know about that, but Paragi. I think Paragi. She's in that show Empire that everyone loves. Yes. They'll talk about Paragi. like They'll talk about like Lucas Graybeal. Oh you know, Oh my god. People who have really so fallen from funny. Grace but are still like around. That's Lauren a, Conrad. That's yeah. a great idea for a podcast. Yeah. Because they're always like, what is so and so up to these days? And they'll let you fucking know. What do you think Lucas Graybeal is up to these days? I don't he know. He actually had a cameo in the high school, the musical, the musical, the series, whatever it was called. <laughs> high you said high school, the musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> Uh, whatever that fucking show was called. Um, so he clearly has not done much else with his life. He was in Milk. He's in all these gay movies, but he's not gay. But all he's done is play gay men a la Darren Chris. So, like, yeah. it's kind of confusing. Strange. Strange. Um, but anyway. Anyway, oh, and then last thing I'll say, my queen, Claudia Ostray, girl with no job from the Morning Toast, wrote a book. And if you know anything about me, it's that I'm a whore for a celebrity book. Yeah. So that is literally peak for me, right up my alley. I can't wait to read it. I can't wait for you to read that either. I can't oh. wait to hear about you reading that. I certainly won't read it. Yeah, I was on a good like reading kick for a while, and then Ugh, I sort of fell off the I know. horse. I know. I started rewatching Girls, oh. which if you're a twenty-something living in New York, I highly recommend rewatching it now, because like watching it in like high school and college, I like loved it but never really like understood it. So like rewatching it, them all supposed to be like twenty-four and broken, purposeless. I'm like tag me oh my god i know i need to rewatch. it's Actually, really I, don't think I ever finish it's really phenomenal it's also kind of amazing how truly unlikable all of them are and yet i like can't stop watching <laughs> like like hannah horvath is the most unlikable character in like the american tv canon i believe she's horrible which one is she lena dunham oh mood and like so is marnie so is yeah. fucking shoshana she you know Shoshana, that's who I was picturing. Elijah, my king, obviously. But. Um, for obvious reasons. Oh, and then last thing I'll say. Yeah. One thing I did watch, the trailer for the prom movie. Oh, yeah! The trailer looks, looks lit. so good. I'm excited. It looks so good. I'm excited, too. We saw that together. We did. I couldn't take him to the prom in high school, so I took her to the prom on Broadway. Oh, cute. Yeah, it looks so good. I was really skeptical, because it's sort of like... Uh, you know, well, now that theater is not in our lives at this current moment, I guess I'm like, I wish everything was a movie. But usually I'm like, we don't need movies of all of these shows. Yeah. So then I was like, really? And you know who's at the helm? Ryan Murphy. Of I was course. like, and this motherfucker, this buffoon. Yeah, literal. But um, it actually looks so good. And it's Andrew Rannells and Meryl Streep. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, James Corden. Oh my God. It, it Joellen Perlman. Excited for your introducing debut. Introducing Joellen Perlman. And Ariana DeBose. Yeah, who we have no choice but to stand. Yeah, it's going to be, it actually looks like it's going to be really, really, really good. I'm excited for Meryl, absolutely for sure. Oh my god. Also, okay, wait, last thing I will say, maybe, I might say something after. Sorry, we're also just like catching up on this podcast. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Um, My friends worked on this big fundraiser for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS called um, Divas for Democracy, which was a crossover between Drag Out the Vote, which is like a drag queen-based charity, and then BCEFA, which is Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, and they like, came together and did this whole night of shows where essentially they paired up like a Broadway diva with a drag queen to lip-sync to their performance, but they would just like do them 
like on Zoom at home. So it was like Stephanie J. Block singing Get Out and Stay Out and like some like crazy drag queen like running around town pretending to be her. Or they did like Eden Espinosa did fucking Evita and like Valentina like just posed in a bunch of different outfits. It was really amazing. Oh my god, that sounds so good. And, and obviously Michael Kilgore did the theme song. Oh, so good. Yeah. Our king. But that also just reminds me of, again, the SNL sketch. Oh, my God. Kate McKinnon is dressed as the Bubba Gum Shrimp singing Send in the Clowns. Like, you, you <laughs> literally can't wait. I have to watch it's this. It's so funny. But she's like, where are the crowds? <laughs> dressed as the shrimp. It's so fucking funny. You right. have to watch, it, watch right it right after Right this. when we're done, yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into today's main event. Okay. okay. So in honor of the election, a little reminiscent also of our Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader episode, which we were not, we're going to take a little U.S. history quiz. Oh, God. I love history. You do? <laughs> no. Let's talk to you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know did why Did you I take said AP that. U.S.? I sure did. I sure did I took not. Basic, basic U.S. history with Brian Jacobs, who also ran the What Theater Tech Department. <laughs> <laughs> Like fucking the Ew. nutty professor. No. <laughs> <So scared. laughs> oh again, what's happening? I took it with Mrs. Pagliardi, who I also had for modern world history. Oh, I had of course Miss Dunphy. And then I took government over the summer. For yeah, government, like I had like Miss fucking Wardak, I wanna say. And she that was sounds a correct. Huge. She was a horrible, horrible Yep, horrible I woman. just pictured her. She always had like a pink pashmina scarf on. And she was always looking at you like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had a really scary face. Okay. Okay. Let's play some basketball! Which of the following is not one of the original 13 colonies? Oh, Christ the King. Pennsylvania, Virginia, Delaware, Vermont. I'm saying Vermont. I'm saying Pennsylvania. It's Vermont! Okay, one for you, zero for me. The Liberty Bells in Pennsylvania had to... Have been around well, I don't early. know when they put up that bell. <laughs> lock. I don't know if that actually means anything, but that is what I was telling myself. Okay. Ahead. Lock, Rousseau, Voltaire, or Hare? <laughs> what the fuck? I personally would like to learn about Voltaire. No, the question is okay. Locke, Rousseau, Voltaire, and Newton were notable figures from which historical movement? Reconstruction, the Civil Rights Movement, I know this one. the Enlightenment, and the Great Awakening. The Enlightenment. The Enlightenment. John Locke, Henry Rousseau, nope, Alex Rousseau from Wizards of Waverly yeah. Place. <laughs> John Locke, Henry Thoreau. Oh, Thoreau. <laughs> yes, no, but it's Isaac Newton. No, he did gravity. I don't really give a fuck care. about the Move first on. names. Which of these was a problem with the Articles of Confederation? Well, uh, everything is wrong with the Do you have an hour for me to walk you through it? The entire idea. <laughs> but these options are the federal government was too weak. There was no federal government. The federal government was too strong. There was no state government. I would say federal government too strong. Wrong. Too weak. Okay, give me this, Mary. I all know this one because of Hamilton. I got a sneak peek. What was what was the primary goal of the Federalist Papers? A document supporting the Constitution. Period. <laughs> to ratify the Constitution. Oh God, here we fucking go. Who was the tenth president of the United States? Christ the King. What Hang are on. my options? Hang on, I want to do the song and see if I can get to ten. 
There's a song? Yeah, from Nickelodeon, bitch. Washington Adams, Jefferson Madison, uh, something Adams, the second guy's son. Uh, something, something, fun, 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 fun. What? Um, I don't remember. I don't, I only can get what to like six. What are options? The 10th. Martin Van Buren. I'm like, who's on the dime? <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't not know how who's it works. on the dime. Martin Van Buren, James K. Polk, John Tyler, William Henry Harrison. Wait, say these names again? <laughs> who's John Tyler? Sounds like someone I would meet in a bar on the Upper East Side. And his last name's like Brown. I'm John Tyler Brown. Uh, literally. JT for short. John Tyler, Martin Van Buren, William Harry, William Henry Harrison, <laughs> John... James like, K. Polk. Where's Taft? I'm gonna go <laughs> with. Stuck in the bathtub. I'm gonna go with Harrison or the one before Adams, that. Jefferson, Madison, Harrison. I think Harrison's fifth. I'm gonna say Van Buren. Yeah, I was gonna say that or Harrison. We'll pick one. I'm gonna stick with Harrison. Okay. <laughs> it was John Tyler. He, he that fuckboy from that the fuck boy from the bar. Yeah, from the stumbling. Motherfucker, he came back again. Which of these did the United States not gain through the Louisiana Purchase? <gasps> Well, that sure gained Louisiana. <laughs> Tennessee, Arkansas, Nebraska, South Dakota. Not South Dakota. That, saying, that's way too far away. Wrong. <gasps> they did not gain Tennessee. What? It's right there. I know. A stone's throw. <laughs> and yet, they did not get it. Not a part of the purchase. Which of the following is not a right protected by the First Amendment? Well, the First Amendment we know is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of assembly, freedom of property. It's all of that. Not isn't pro- it? Not, not property. property I but think. I mean, the First Amendment covers those other things, too. Oh, my God. I really thought it was just freedom of speech. No, it's all of that. Yeah, it's not property. We were right. Not property. Oh, my fucking God. World War II began in 1939. What year did it end? Oh, my God. It's sometime in the 40s. 1943, 45, 47, or 51? 45. I'm going to say 45 as well. Yes! Yes, right. we're so smart. Take it. Take it away. Which Supreme Court case established judicial review? Oh, Christ. Dred Scott v. Stanford? Or no, Sanford? Plessy versus Ferguson? I love that one. Marbury versus Madison, Roe v. Wade. So it's not Roe v. Wade. And I don't think and it's, it's not, Ferguson. It's not Plessy versus Ferguson. What was the first one? Dred Scott v. Sanford. You know what? Why let's, not? Let's give it to Dred. <laughs> Wrong. Madison. Fuck. <laughs> Which of the following did not take place in the 1960s? Oh, God. Oh God. The Vietnam Hair War. Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> the Vietnam War, oh the Korean War, the Civil Rights Movement, and JFK was assassinated. He was not assassinated. Yes, he was. I think he was. He's assassinated. It's, I think sa- it's the Korean War. I'm going to say... Or what? The no. Vietnam War Vietnam was... Vietnam War was the... 60s. I'm like, when does so dog fight set? It was hippies. I'm going to say... That was like 60s, 70s. I'm going to say the Korean War it did not happen. It was the Korean War. We were Fuck correct. Yeah. What war did the Treaty of Versailles bring to an end? I'm like, is this Marie any of our business? It's French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the French and Indian War, War of 1812, World War I, World War II. I'm going to say French and Indian because Versailles <laughs> is in French. No, I think... <laughs> is in France. But I think it actually had something to do with one of the world wars. I'm going to go World War One. Correct. Oh, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Uh What was the era after the Civil War called? The New Deal Coalition, the Market Revolution, Manifest Destiny, and Reconstruction. I think it was Reconstruction. I'm going to say Reconstruction as well. Correct! We're doing way better on this than I thought we would. we're guessing, Miss Thing. Well, the BuzzFeed title said only 40% of 
U.S. adults can pass. Yeah. Looks like we all pass, but we're only halfway through. Yeah. All of the and fall- also forty percent is like a little less than half. True. <laughs> that is that is right. All of the following were major crops. I don't know why I just couldn't read that word. Either. I was saying in my head I was going core. Core. <laughs> anyway, all of the following were major crops for Native Americans prior to European settlement, except beans, squash, corn, or wheat. I'm going to say squash. I'm going to say beans. Squash feels Thanksgiving to me. <laughs> I think I'm going to say squash. I'm going to say beans. <sighs> it was wheat. Oh. And the fun fact is corn, beans, and squash were known as the three sisters. Oh! Oh, we passed. It's, it's over. All right, let's, let's we bounce got over line. eight out of 13, right? Not, Ooh, not great. great. All right, here we go. Bouncing on over to a Washington Times basic U.S. history test. What battle is considered the turning point of the American Revolution? Oh, Christ. <laughs> battle of Trenton, Battle of Gettysburg, Battle of Saratoga, Battle of Fort Sumter. I'm going to say Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. That Gettysburg address. Mm-mm. Sumter. Saratoga, baby. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Sumter. <laughs> he he really ended the it. world war. He did. What year was the Boston Massacre? They dumped that tea in the harbor, Mary. 1970, <laughs> 1770, 1772, I'm going to say 74, I guess. 1770. Oh. Wow, six years. Really are holding a grudge. Um, <laughs> all that tea. It's like just Lipton. Get a, give me a break. <laughs> Name the founding father who was the leader of the Sons of Liberty. That sounds like some Nexium cult bullshit. It really does. John I heard Adams. Your, I heard your man Keith. Got 120 years. years in prison. Guess what you can't do in prison? Play midnight volleyball. So, best of luck. Sorry, Keith. He's about to be brutalized. I can't wait. It's dark. Yeah, they'll probably kill him in there. Anyway. John Adams, Patrick Henry, Sam Adams, John Jay. And what was the question? Name the founding father who was the leader of the Sons of Liberty. That sounds like Patrick Henry to me, because wasn't... Or is that Paul Revere? Paul Revere, (laughs) who was like the British are coming. That was Paul Revere. I'm going to say Patrick Henry. That just... That sounds right. That sounds right. John Jay. Because I, I love John J. Park on the Upper East Side. Go off. It was Sam Adams. Wow, oh. we are both striking you out. You know, I thought maybe that was throwing us for a curve. For a moment there, I wasn't sure if Sam Adams was in fact a real person or, or just, just a beer. beer. No, he was. he's buried in Boston. Sure. Okay. Who was the first president to live in the White House? Now this one's tricky. Oh. John, John Adams. John Adams. Thomas Jefferson's coming home. George Washington or James Madison. I think it was Madison? TJ. I think it was Jefferson. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm going with Jefferson. It was John Adams, the second president. Wow, poor George Washington was the only one that got gypped at the White House. Oh, wow. Because of his nasty teeth, they said, you ain't coming in here. Okay. Okay. Chopping down those trees. I don't believe a word you say. Mm-mm. Congress first established Independence Day as a holiday in what year? 1776, 1853, 1870, 1938. I said right on the day. 1776. I'm going to say 1853 because it's random enough. 
There you go. 1870. Mm -hmm. Wow, it was that much longer. Yeah. Which of these three presidents died on the 4th of July? <gasps> how, how are we supposed to know this? If we, like, studied U.S. history, we'd probably know. But, like, this isn't important for me to know. George Washington, Chester Arthur, and James Monroe. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe. Okay, a constant. Martin Van Buren, Zachary Taylor, and Abraham Lincoln. I think Lincoln did die. Uh, this is too or many names. Thomas Jefferson, Harry Truman, and John Tyler. I know for a fact... Too many people. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> too many names. Pick one. Um, Abe Lincoln, I know for certain, died on 4th of July. So I'm going to say Van Buren, Zachary Taylor, and Abraham Lincoln. I'm going to go with you on that. Okay. Can I read? And I was wrong. <gasps> it was just... <laughs> Why did you say you knew it for Because certain? I really thought I did, but here I am, a fool. It was John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe. Ugh, losers. Oh. Copycats. Die on your own damn day. Which political party formed in 1834 from anti-Andrew Jackson forces? Federalist? Whig? <laughs> Libertarian? Is Whig Democratic H H-W-I-C? I-I-G? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm really losing my mind. W-H-I-G. I'm gonna say libertarian. I'm gonna say uh, libertarian as well. It was wig! Fuck, we should have known. <sighs> I'm bored. What act... <laughs> what act gave settlers 160 acres of land that if they agreed to live on it... No, why do they need all that land, Mary? No, what you gonna do with all that <laughs> land, land, Mary? Plant some wheat? <laughs> Now that oh, you're a member of the Whig? <laughs> you just sounded like Goofy. You went, oh, yeah? I haven't even said that. Um, what act gives settlers 160 acres of land if they agree to live on it for five years? Public Lands Act, Land Act, Homestead Act, Dawes Severalty Act. I'm going to say Homestead. Homestead. Public Lands, Homestead. Homestead! Fuck yeah, we got one right. Oh, hey, God. Carl, I bet Carl. Trump doesn't know one of these, mm -mm. and that's on period. Former Vice President Aaron Burr was Sir. tried for what crime oh. in 1807? Pick me the murder of, what's his name? Alexander Hamilton. Do you think he was tried for that? No. I was just it's kidding. murder, tax evasion, fraud, treason. I'm going to say, say treason. treason. Yeah, he yeah. was shady. He was shady. He would really commit some treason. He really went crazy after he killed... Alexander Hamilton. He, like, moved into his house and, like, wanted to be him. He, like, bought the house that Hamilton lived in. Wow. Yeah, he was a... Leslie Odom Jr., do less, baby. Do less. Do less, Brandon Who was Richard the Dixon? Confederate president oh, God. during the Civil War? Abraham Lincoln, Jefferson Davis, Stonewall Jackson, James Waddell. Not to be confused with Julian, Julian Waddell. Waddell. <laughs> um, Stonewall Jackson. I'm going to say Stonewall. Why not? What a great name. Oh, Jefferson Davis. <laughs> oh, we know nothing. Okay. What year did the Great Depression start? 1905, nope. 1919, 1929, uh, 1941. I'm going to say 29 because it was the 30s. It was? Pretty sure. But honestly, I have no All idea. All right. I'm going to go with you. Correct. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. All right, we'll do one more. Which president? Oh, a great one to end on. Perfect. Which president used the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick? <laughs> Why did he say that? What does that even mean? Kendall, it means speak softly and carry a big stick. Teddy Roosevelt, James Polk, not to be confused with James K. Polk Middle School from Ned's Classified I, School Survival Guide, Franklin I, I, D. Roosevelt. What do you mean not to be confused? I think that's what it's named after. <laughs> it's this man. Franklin Roosevelt, 
Harry Truman. I'm gonna say True True. I'm gonna say True Jackson to BP. I'm gonna say FDR. He had that big dick energy. Wasn't he in a wheelchair? Yes. <laughs> he knew that stick to help get around. <clears throat> it was Teddy. Oh, okay. I'm bored too. So that's enough of that. Uh, Did you know anything, listeners? Did you know any of those questions? Because I sure didn't. But if you did, congratulations and maybe, I don't know. I will say Hamilton. Pursue a career in government. Yes. Hamilton taught me more about history than I ever learned in a history class. No offense to Brian Jacobs, Miss Pagliardi. I forgot about Brian Jacobs. Was that Q Tip Man or that was someone else? That was someone else. He He was a math teacher. He was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And then there was Coach Billings who came to see the DC show, the Presidential Scholar show, and was obsessed with me. And I was like... He was hot. Please take me out back. Yeah. And have your way with me. <laughs> he was very attractive. Um. All right, you guys. Stay safe. It's going to be a spooky week, week. And I can't believe that by the time this comes out... The election will be over. Well, far from over, but the physical act of voting, voting will, be will be over. Done. If you haven't voted yet, stay in those lines. Be patient. I wish I could be there like Paul Rudd was handing out cookies to those people outside of Barclays. I wish I could be there rubbing your back and giving you a cookie while you wait in line to yeah. save our country. We're always here if you need a friend. Yes. Listen to us to get through the election scary. give us a call. Shoot us a DM. We'll chat. We got nothing going on. Nothing. Nothing going on at all. All right. We haven't done Hot Mess Express. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hang on. I was just wrapping up the episode. I know you were, and I... You didn't stop me. No, because I was ready to shank. Choo-choo! All aboard the Hot Mess Express. It's been a long two weeks. There have just been empty cars, because we haven't been there. Um, we're going to do a joint story We're going to do a week. joint story. We I- have told you so many stories of us beating the system in high school. Let us tell you a story of a time... We were faced with a war that we could not win. win. I mean, following our you know trend of American history, let's talk about one of the most important a real wars. Civil war. <laughs> yeah, a real civil war. So we've talked a lot about our acting teacher in high school, who will remain nameless because, like, I don't know, maybe he t- tunes in to see how we're doing. We love him and we stand him. And Nothing I, but respect for, for our my president. president. Yeah, um, I love him so much. That being said, we did have a little. Tiff. <laughs> so, for our senior thesis project, this man... For the specialized performance that he's on honors, his acting class that we were in. Yes. Um, we were told that we had to do something legitimate and we couldn't just get up and sing a song, which Kendall and I had been banking on for quite literally three years. Yes. Um, so we were like, okay, we want to sing this song from the last five years, so why don't we sing it at thesis night? And then, Kendall, let's just self-direct our own two-person production. <laughs> and he was jazzed. He was like, this will be amazing. That What a fun project for you both. May I coach you? We said, absolutely not. We'll do it ourselves. <laughs> Did we even rehearse once? No. Absolutely not. We were literally ready to get on stage and tech it and wing it. Like Literally, we're going to wing it. Well, we had... A friend, like we had the orchestra figured out. We have a, we had a friend like on cello, on violin, and then on we, piano. and then we had a pianist for the actual day who knew the show already and could play it. Yeah, who was like an adult man. It was just gonna involve like, but we like, what were we doing? We literally never rehearsed how we thought we were gonna pull this. That's off. how we did everything in high school, Kendall. Yeah, we literally were gonna take two days 
I was going to learn the Shmuel song. Yeah. You were going to, I don't know, like, figure out a way to cry. And we were going <laughs> to figure it out. Yeah. We were going to cut all the monologues that we didn't feel like learning. And we were just going to do the songs. So, it's the end of senior year. Kendall and I are going a little buck wild, not really following a lot of rules. <laughs> so, there was this um, one-act festival for the not-honor specialized studies class that, like, wasn't mandatory to go to, but everyone went to, except, except Kendall us. and I. In our defense, we were at different theater nights, just not at our school. You went to... I was um, at Unified Theater, yep. which is, like, the theater program for kids with special needs that I had used to be a part of and this year I was just watching because I had some friends in it. Yes. And then I was at the performing arts school watching their thesis night because I had a few friends in that as well. So we didn't go and we were apparently the only two. Um, so we wake up the next morning to, to the most, most inappropriate no, email. It's the most insane thing I've, to this day, the most insane email I've ever read in my life that I recently just came across in my inbox because I was clearing out all of my emails the other day. But it was like this hate-filled, hate-filled, lowercase, all, every word lowercase, unprofessional email sent to Kendall Knight from our teacher, essentially calling us, like, swine with no respect for our peers. he was, like, disgusted by our actions, like, what a disgrace. No respect for me, no respect for your peers. No, like, literally name-calling. We were like, oh, oh my fucking God. So he sent us those psychotic emails. We didn't talk to him for a whole day. Maybe just, like, how did we not see him? Because we have class with him every day maybe we like skipped i don't know maybe we got dramatic i, know, I don't really remember but we like did not really speak to him we were like crossing our arms like sulking around refusing to speak to him and then we show up that afternoon to like and i use air quotes tech our production of the last five years that we hadn't rehearsed once and we opened the door and every square foot <laughs> of that black box was filled with with random junk. junk. There was this, there was this like literal 50 foot long dumpster. Yes. Outside, not even like no, 50 it was a trailer. Yards, trailer outside of the black box filled with absolute junk. 30 years of junk. Every chair that had ever yep. been used. And for some reason. They maybe had to give the unit back. So they had to put it elsewhere. But this also harkens back to the time where I had left my like suit that I wanted to take to Young Arts in the black box and it was there for too long so Mr. Harris put it in like the costume shop and the costume shop put it in the dumpster and Max and I had to go dumpster diving (laughs) to find my suit oh my god no this trailer was a bottomless pit of junk and then we show up to the black box and every piece of furniture has been taken out and put in the black box which is smaller than said dumpster trailer so I'm not gonna it was floor to ceiling garbage garbage just like you couldn't you could open the door and that was it so our job hit the floor we were like uh. <laughs> we were literally like how the fuck are we so supposed then to i do think this? we texted him we were like what is all of this junk he goes oh had to empty out trailer knowing that our thesis performance was in two nights and we were like Shh, no on. we were like how are we supposed to do this so then he was like well why don't you block it around the rubble and be like it's the disastrous state of their relationship i was like we're like no "No." the goal was to just sing a couple songs get an a and peace the fuck out okay but now it looks like we can't do that so i guess in the end we did just sing a song at thesis night (laughs) the joke's on you the joke was on him but everyone was was like pumped to come see our show i know then we so then yeah then we had the chat well then we had to cancel we were like we're not doing this there's where do you want us to put all this junk in the yard. He was like, you can do it outside. I mean, we were really looking for an out to not do yeah. it. So they kind of helped. Yeah. But it was just, 
all that to say, I guess we did end up beating the system, but he really outsmarted us. That's totally something we would have done. We would, we totally would have emptied the trailer and been like, well, now we can't do it. Yeah. Cause the trailer has been emptied. Yes. And he would have been like, you did it. But he, he beat us. He beat us at our own game. The only, only teacher to ever outsmart us. But then we had the chat and we were like, you can't talk to us like that. And also we were at other theater events and he was like, I'm sorry that the girl with the dreads snitched on you and I sent you that scathing hateful email that I do ha- I will never delete from my inbox. It Wait, is- I want you to actually read it. Okay. It's right here. The subject line is just tonight. And I'm like, from West Side Story? <laughs> and it's just a Kendall Nye. And he goes, so you guys didn't show up tonight. No support for me, for cl- the class and for the theater department. I've been there for both of you through this year, and you both have made me completely sick this evening. I find your absence selfish and disgusting. And then underneath it, it says, confidentiality note, this West Hartford Public Schools email may contain confidential information. I'd like, you fucking got that right, Dan Dan Did we respond? Oh, absolutely not. Yikes. Oh, wow. But then, then we got this email as we're standing in the rubble that says... So the town is making me move all of the furniture from the tailor into the black box. The trailer is supposed to be removed from the school. That means that all the furniture will be in the black box. You may want to get a team of actors together to help you move the furniture to the side and stack it so it doesn't get in the way. So he's like spinning it on us being like, oh, all your friends that you didn't support last night, you're, you're going to need them. And also, you're just going to... We're like, here's the thing. We're going to cancel the production and graduate in two days. So no, actually, I'm not going to move the junk. I'm going to graduate and never see your ass again. No, we love him. But I was like, you want us to do this show with just couches stacked in the side no, of the room? It literally would have been like 35 couches. It's the most, it was a Bob's discount furniture. It was an Ikea. It was flipped upside down. No, it literally, the production would have had to have been set in an Ikea. Like or it, in like a junkyard. No, in like a landfill. Awful, 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 awful. But it's fine. Nothing but respect for him. Yeah, we love him. And honestly, iconic. And thank God we didn't have to do that show. We would have blown it. I know. I did not know the words of the Shmuel song. Well, now I do, thank God. It could have, we would have, we could have made it like a reading. I think we would have been fine, but it's like the pianist. We never, ever met him. Sean Pellegroni. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Petrocelli. That's from that song. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Petrocelli. No. I said, Mr. Petrotoni? Was it Pellegroni? Picciatini? Shut up. <laughs> I think it was... Da Vinci? <laughs> Picciatici? What do you think it is? I think it's Sean Pellegroni. Was it Pellegroni? Petrotoni? That's... Pecciatachi. I don't know. Mitsubishi? It doesn't matter. Wait, no. Pel- now I need Sean to know. Pelotroni. Sean Pellegroni. Pellegroni. It's Pellegroni. Pelotroni? Not Sean Pelotroni? <laughs> we gotta end this shit. Uh, no one even cares. No one's even listening anymore. Um, I tried to wrap this up about 15 minutes ago, so I'm not gonna say it again. Goodbye. Stay safe and please vote. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. It was Pelotroni. What was it again? Pelotroni. No. What did I just say? Pelotroni? Pelotroni. Oh, God. Probably drunk, so there's no need to pretend. I'm everybody's best friend.